0: is someone at the door at Southern Charm? Michael, it's time for my medicine. Come and listen to a podcast hosted by some queens. Talking about folks living way above their means. They all live in Charleston where the booze is always flowing. And we know too much about them all because of Andy Cohen. Bravo, that is. Southern Charm. Sweet tea well Cameron is the sweetest and Austin is a tool Shep can be a jerk but
1: Chelsea's really cool Craig is playing lawyer Eliza's playing games there's a lot of other blonde girls we forget their names Madison Heather Lynn Shanks. it's Sweet Tea the unauthorized southern charm podcast We both intook air. It's true.
0: We did intake
1: it. I was gonna say, y'all, sour cream is just day class A <laughs>
0: <sighs> What I is love, day love- class A. <laughs>
1: but I can spell rhetoric really well. Did he spell it correctly? I, I, I Yeah just, he did. Okay. Did he spell it with, with an H? Yeah. Wow. Who knew Craig? Craig's got somewhat superpowers sometimes. You
0: know what? This
1: was it, y'all. Welcome to
0: Sweet Tea. This is Sweet Tea, Sweet Tea with Maddie and Poodle, um, Maddie May and Poodle Fay. <laughs> I would be Fay. You would be Fay. Mm-hmm. Poodle Fay Boudreau. I think I just wow. Maddie May, Maddie May and Poodle Fay. That's a show right there. Um, I would be Poodle Fay. Yes, yes, I yeah. would. Um, we. I like this episode. This is a good episode.
1: Yeah, I mean it had a lot of Miss Pat, so I'm I'm totally into that. Totally um, into that. How I, are you, Poodle? How are you? I'm good. I'm good. It's it's been a long week, but it's it's good to be doing this at the end of the long week instead of um jerking off and crying. So it's true. <laughs> that's <laughs> so I'm here.
0: So you're here. We should let people know that there is no Southern Charm next week or the week after. Because it's Christmas. So it's Christmas, and then it's New Year. So it's off. Southern Christmas
1: Charm.
0: Um, so it's two weeks off of Southern Charm. We don't have Southern Charm for two weeks. Thank you. <laughs> so, um, we will see. So, we'll be taking a break on this feed. You can more than welcome to jump over to our stuff in 90 days. You're more than one platform. We've, if you haven't heard this already, for some of you that just listened to Sweet Tea, we do a watch and chat thing where we, uh, we put a little Discord link. It, Discord's
1: kind of like, Facebook, meets you're Twitter, like chatting, yeah, yeah. You're, it's just like a chat thing. Mostly, it's, it, was invented, it was invented for gamers. It was. Everyone watch used a movie it now. and talk about stuff,
0: and we're going to be watching a show, a movie on Netflix, a Christmas movie called Holiday, uh, with Emma Roberts on Netflix. We're going to be watching it five o'clock p.m. Pacific, um, California time, Pacific time, and we actually end up. So, if you're going to be missing Southern Charm next week, well. You're going to get to listen to our crossover with the guys from Watch What Crappens, Ronnie and Ben, where we talk about holidays. holiday. So, yeah. We're still giving you some content over a holiday, so and- that way you're not lonely and you don't want to kill your mother.
1: Because <laughs> <laughs> that's where I'm going to be. And if you, if you ever watched a Christmas movie and thought to yourself, damn, I wish they could include all the other holidays in here. This movie's for you, yes. but will still leave you lacking. <laughs> same, um, same. Um, it's not really a Christmas movie, and it's not. Anyway, they, they include save every it, holiday.
0: Save it, save
1: it, <laughs> save it.
0: I it always this,
1: this is how I'm treated. <laughs> this is how I'm. I'm screamed at and, t- and silenced. My voice is silenced. Oh God! Anyway, y'all. Let's just get on this. This is this is uh, anything.
0: Any other announcements? I don't think so. Um, <clears throat> so that's going to be coming up holiday, and then we won't be having a we won't be having a love after lockup on um, Friday. That's Christmas as well. So yeah, but we will be having love after lockup on New Year's Day. There will. be Oh, one. really? There's one mm-hmm. of those. Yeah, those are the only two. I looked at all of our shows. There will be a ninety day fiance on the twenty eighth. Um, there will be a Plathville on Tuesday, so. Of this week, yeah. Makes sense. It's Southern Charm that's going to be gone for two weeks, and then Love After Lockup next week. And that's it. Okay. So um, a little break for us. That'll be nice.
1: This is, y'all, this is Southern Charm, ep- uh, episode seven. Seven, seven. Low Country Broil. Now, do you know where this name comes from? I'm just curious, because this is a very South Carolina thing. No, I don't. Okay, let me tell you. Um, it, will, it will have something to do. South Carolina people are screaming right now because I'm letting out, not really a secret, but I'm talking about South Carolina shit. Um, in South Carolina, we have what's called a low country boil. And that is usually shrimp, maybe some type of shellfish, um, always shrimp though, corn, corn le cob, potatoes, and um, uh, anything else you kind of want to throw in there. Um, and usually we throw it in we throw in Old Bay seasoning and other types of seasoning and you cook it in a big pot and everyone eats it. You spread out newspaper like Patricia did. And it's a very casual kind of dinner. And on the coast, it's always like, come over for a low country boil. Oh, also sausage. How could I forget the sausage? Usually that kielbasa or smoked sausage or something like that. That is a low country boil. And that's the derivation of the title. No one would know that if you're not from South Carolina or Georgia or maybe the coast of North Carolina. I thought you meant, so I (laughs) did know that.
0: I thought you meant like the actual, where did, uh, it's so funny. I didn't realize the name was Broil. I read it and I even typed it as Boyle because I just knew what that was. And I thought that was the name. But now that's clever. They put Broil. That's funny. They were playing on that. But you know, you don't, you miss things when you read. And so I read Boyle. That's your dyslexia, but that's okay. Um, But yeah. But so no, I um, don't know exactly what that means. I really didn't, who, who yeah, taught you? Of, uh, I grew up, I mean we never had them, but I grew up hearing of them and knowing um cuz I remember cuz don't um don't people in New Orleans and stuff do that too?
1: Maybe, but low country is specifically a South Carolina term. But I've heard that yeah, I low country boil, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's specifically a South Carolina because the lower part of the state, low country.
0: I probably yeah. watched it on Hee Haw or something like that. But I didn't know what it was. But yeah, I, don't, I, I like I, this
1: type of food, but I don't like how messy it is. It's not my I, thing. I, oh god, I'm I'm the same. I'm not a fan of them because I I for some reason they always put yellow corn in in low country boils, and I'm not a fan of yellow corn. I only like the crispy, crunchy, curled kernels of white corn. Um, and if you put yellow corn in front of me on a little cob, I'm like, what is this? Take it away. <laughs> you don't like yellow corn? No, I only like white corn. Really? Yeah, I I, I don't know why. Y- yellow corn, I find delicious. yellow corn is too chewy. Oh no! Okay, I'm a, I'm. A, but I grew up where my grandfather grew white corn, and that's uh that's what we had. And I did not grow up with yellow corn on the cob. Now, if I was in a restaurant, and it was there, I would eat it, but I wouldn't like it. But the corn that I buy is almost always yellow corn. Or, sorry, white corn. And you don't even like fresh yellow corn? Nope. You've had it? Yeah. Yeah. Your, the corn you bought. you know the corn we buy is mostly white corn. Yes. Yeah.
0: No, but my grandpa grew – he grew yellow corn. So having, like, corn really brought in from – I agree why you like your grandpas because having corn – Anything, but having something
1: brought in from the farm and you just eat it like an thirty nope. minutes after you pick it is wonderful. I agree. And maybe I never had really fresh yellow corn, but I'm if you if you give me a corn cob lit of yellow corn, I will I will like almost shove it off with of my plate. I won't even deal.
0: Even like confetti corn when it's mixed up with nope. vegetables and butter um, and salt and pepper. Eat
1: that. I'll eat that. I'll eat loose corn. <laughs> i will i will eat but i'm i'm actually not a fan of unless uh, unless it's white corn niblets maybe i'll eat that i i'll i you know what? I'll tell you the, the real truth. No no one gives a shit about any of this. I, I, was, just, I, was, I was
0: just saying that. I was like, no <laughs> one cares about corn.
1: You, you were pushing me along. No, know, I
0: wasn't. You went into this whole diatribe. Y'all, let's just say this. No
1: one if po- Poodle's
0: in an empty motel room and all there is, is a is a eating corn cob, you know he's gonna do something with that, whether it's white <laughs> or yellow.
1: Gets a job done. You'll just you'll just find me with a corn cob and I'll be exhausted. (laughs) Um, What are you doing? Nothing, (laughs) Mama. Just eating my vegetables. (laughs) Um. So basically, you guys, uh, this is post breakup of Mauston. Yes. Um. Or the end of Mauston. And you know, as as normal on this show, there's a couple of like little cutaway scenes at the beginning. Michael's feeding dogs. Pat says, Michael. Bring me something to eat with my coffee. And he goes in that impeccably wallpapered room that looks like something out of a goddamn museum. Every time we're in her bedroom, I'm agog. My mouth drops. It is beautiful. And she has breakfast in bed. It's quite 1%, so I have a really hard time with it. But anyway, so. I don't like eating in bed. I don't want crumbs. I'm the same way. I despise that. I despise eating in bed. That's like that's gonna, why the, the idea of breakfast in bed really bothers me. Now I could sit
0: and have coffee and like read a paper or a magazine. That's enjoyable to me. I no. I don't
1: want to eat in my bed. Yeah, I'm, I'm up. Just- I'm up. Like I think maybe at the couch. I'm at a desk. I'm at a desk drinking a coffee. I'm writing. I'm writing. I enjoyed your email. Oh, are, I'm, you, are, I'm are you writing a Southern letter, a Civil War letter? Yes. Dear Margaret McCaffrey. <laughs> Takes Bite of English Muffin. It was so good to receive your last letter. Y'all, 70% of my cameos are now Civil War letters. Has anybody done a Dickens Christmas? No, no one cares. No one one does a Dickens Christmas. We did have a a British sissy who I dressed. I I did put that on for her, and I sang some English carols for her, but she didn't ask. So she might have hated it when she wouldn't mind Oh, well, well, he's quite a poofta and just moved on. <laughs> you know what? No one's taken your idea. So sit with that. Everyone's disappointed you. Mainly
0: just you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> hey, you sent me the props. No one wanted it. People do love you know, your Civil if, War letters. If they, oh. if they probably saw the costume, they'd probably want it. But you're, you're going to have to arrange something. I'm not going to do it myself.
0: Fine. I just wish you would have put effort into it.
1: Um, I put so, <laughs> I put
0: so much effort into my cameo. Y'all, he's already so mad at me because I suggested a Civil War thing, and then he got
1: explosion of cameos from this. I'm actually I'm super behind. I missed one this morning. I told her to re- revamp because I wanted to do it. Um, one one woman wanted me to sing something. I never even heard the fucking song. <laughs> I'm learning new. I'm learning new material for fucking cameos. <laughs> <laughs> and you know why though? The thing is, I, I will never say, "Oh, I don't know that," because that's not me. I, I, I have this sick thing in me that I have to achieve and do the best I can, regardless of what happens. And that's a prop. That's my issue, and that's what I'm working on. <laughs> Are you working I'm, on it? You know, it's not nice to question whether I'm working on it my own way. And uh that's not nice to hear. Maybe I am, maybe you have no idea of my own life. Maybe you don't know what I'm doing. Anyway, I'm gonna talk about the show because this is obviously show. this is obviously you're trying to like disparage me. Um talking about uh Mawston, Austin's like, let me finish my food snacks. <laughs> <laughs> Let me finish my food snacks. My food snacks. Exactly. I put my tongue back in my mouth. Okay, um, sure.
0: Oh, what is that? Oh, you're throwing a beer at me. What is this? Oh my God. Your beer's in a can, bro. Oh, my beer's,
1: my, I went to Harris Teeter and My beer's in the store.
0: <laughs> oh, that's great. Let's, it's 10 a.m. This is weird.
1: And he's, he was telling the cashier, he's like, this is my beer. This is my beer. What do you think about this being my beer? And the cashier's like, I don't give a fuck. Uh, Yeah.
0: The (laughs) cashier is like, I'm having a baby in three months and I'm 19. I don't fucking care about your beard.
1: PSA, if you're talking to your cashier at your grocery store, they're basically trying to tune you out the best way they can. They've just had 11 assholes in front of you.
0: Well, I do talk to my cashiers at the grocery store. I know. know, I'm telling
1: I'm mostly saying that
0: You're for you. You're trying to be shady to me. That's not fair because, as you know, as a young age, I learned to ring people out and be a cashier. <laughs> so I really love doing that. I just had a, a Gatron come at me today and said, I I used to ring people out too. What's not to love? I said, thank ring you. Ring people out? Like ring, them, like ring them up. No, you whenever ring they them leave. up. Yeah, ring people. Yeah, ring them up when they leave the store. Um, um, I know, enjoy that. Sometimes you can turn it because I'm that person where if somebody's rude to them and they walk off a cashier and I'm like, I said this one time, I said this this guy was really rude. And I said, you know what? He doesn't know your life and you don't know his. And let's just hope his life gets better. But you need to let that shit go because that has nothing to do with you. You have pretty eyeshadow." And she started to cry. That's me. In the middle of
1: Ralph's. (laughs) (laughs) And you know what? That's me too of saying, uh, but I'll say things like, that's a lot of baby food. Why the hell do people think they can yeah, talk to you that just, way? You'll just comment on people's food choices. I will. <laughs> this woman must have bought three hundred units of baby food the other day. <laughs> well, maybe she had a lot of babies. I don't know. I was just like, "Are you? Are you doomsday prepping?" Maybe. Um. Anyway, and I understand it takes a. It you have to get a lot of baby food at a time. But this woman had it. it it was ridiculous. But this this woman or
0: man, we didn't really see, I think it was a woman bringing Austin up, gives no shits. But Austin is kind of like, This is my beer. This is top. He's like, Madison didn't Ride realize. Beer. I mean, good for Austin. Ever since COVID hit, y'all, he was serving his beer. They didn't really explain this well, but I think we know the premise. Um, His beer was only being served in kegs. And since COVID hit, he's been working his ass off to get his beer
1: packaged in cans it was rotting in the kegs he said so then
0: it will stay in cans so he's like it's so cool to like go in a grocery store and buy his own beer
1: and i'm glad he he feels he he feels accomplished and that's something we should recognize And
0: that is a lot of work i don't Um, think that's
1: an easy thing to do i watch shark tank it's hard to get in stores i just want to say that he's living the ultimate like overgrown frat boy dream of having a beer yeah. line. And I'm and I'm not disparaging anyone who has any type of alcohol line, like one of the housewives uh of Salt Lake City. We got Ola tequila, we got uh Bienvenidos tequila, we got Biblioteca tequila, we've got and we got a, tequila, got, we got a line of Vodka,
0: Ah. Uh, <laughs> and then we're working on a gin called Hey Pablo. <laughs> because Pablo's the guy who makes it
1: Oh, Le- her name is Lisa. Boy, that's a brain Man. trust right there. He's
0: a Mormon making tequila.
1: I I will say, um, I need, I need to bring this up on the podcast because it was so fantastic. We we you know we did one of those for our bicurious. We did we did an episode of Real Housewives of Salt Lake City for our bicurious because this is this is a Bravo show, so we can talk about this. You guys probably watch the show. They're bonkers, um, all except for Heather, who we love. Love her and and we love. I think I like her cousin Whitney, even though she seems. No, I like Whitney. She yeah, she seems a few apples short of a bunch, but I think that's because she's never had to be smart. She's gorgeous, so I like Whitney. Yeah, um, but uh, someone came at Heather and said, "I had no idea you were a you were a woman or tr- a man transitioning into being a woman." And like a really bad trans yeah, joke. Yeah, and she said, "You know what? I'm not." um but i i'm that's nothing wrong with that if i was because i'm a big supporter of the trans community and anything associated with them is great for me i mean what a response and what a way to turn that around i'm telling I you loved her in that m- moment mormons who are like
0: more um progressive minded Open-hearted Mormons are some yep. of the best people I've ever met in my life. I have to Truth. say. Truth. I agree. And like um, the true walking the walk of what it is to be uh to be a godly person.
1: And her last name is gay. It is. Heather <laughs> gay. <laughs> Y'all, Heather, if you're listening, Heather, we, we love you. We would interview you. We, we would, would not. Uh, we would definitely not interview Mary because she would kill us. No. <laughs> Probably not, Lisa. Mm-mm. You
0: wobble wobbling. <laughs> Why you talking
1: to me? And I can't. Yeah.
0: But Heather, we just ask your name. You ask my name and I don't need to tell you. Mm-mm. Mm. Yeah. Mm-mm. I got that grandpa dick. <laughs> I got that grandpa dick with that money.
1: <laughs> you know the weirdest thing, y'all? And we said this before. This is the most fucked up thing about Mary. You can't tag her on Instagram uh even though she's a member of a very popular yeah, show. Yeah, it's true. I can't true. believe Bravo PR is allowing that. That's so, fucked. Yeah. There's
0: um anyway, she's a whole thing. But Southern Charm. Let's talk about Southern Charm. That
1: was a really brutal cutaway that you just but, did to because me. Because you oh, keep
0: distracting because you're getting
1: are you getting drunk again? Because no, you this already is like got my first drink. <sighs> okay. Yeah. Cut cut me off. Cut me off. I'm just trying to plug our other shows, and you're being a bitch about it. It's true. Everyone – you always shout me down. Um, So uh, Austin is – and Craig are – they're like, hey, let's get get hammered. Let's get hammered, dude. And he's like, I'm going to sleep with this can of beer. And he's like, Madison doesn't understand my success. It's like there's no credit given. Here's the thing, you guys, Madison is from Greenville. And let me, let me just give you a little bit of, um, uh, just a little, little bit of look into society in South Carolina. This is someone who moved to Charleston, who knows that your name and the people back two to three generations and people who know your people are going to get you anywhere. Mm-hmm. It, it matters if you are a man of means, more than it matters if you are a man of ambition, if that means anything. I think that's a good she, distinction. She knows that. She she knows that's the way to get ahead in Charleston. Because Miss Pat is an example of that. Yeah. I also think that, um, and Miss
0: Pat's been grooming her. Oh, yeah. I also think that Austin, and there's nothing wrong with it, but I think the... Man, he's not a native. He's man, not a native. Well, he's not a native, but also going to say that what Austin wants to do is great. If Austin wants to start his own frat boy beer line and sell as a beer, that's great. But Miss Pat said it: where Madison wants a Budweiser and Austin just wants to be a trop hop. He just mm-hmm. wants. To, I don't think that meaning that Austin doesn't want to work crazy hard yeah. and make millions of dollars. And you know what? That's fucking fine. Cause a lot of people, the older I get, I'm like, I don't want to, I'd rather make, I'd rather make a hundred thousand dollars a year and work a normal amount of time than work myself to the bone to make four hundred thousand dollars a year. I really I would. And so I think that's more of Austin. That is not Madison. That's I, not what she wants either. I don't, and I think she, I just want to say, I think he said she, no credit is given. I think actually she finally is starting to give him the credit of seeing him for who he is, not for who she was hoping he could be.
1: Yeah, I see that. But I think, and even with, and I want to also say, even with Pringle, Pringle is the man that Miss Pat is trying to say, was he's got a good family history. Also, Pringle's always going to let Madison down, you guys. They're not going to be together either. They're not going to be together. I think they're going to flirt. I don't even think they're going to hook up. Pringle's a fuck up. Pringle he- is good for a night, and he's very ch- Pringle is great for a weekend. He would take you to the Isle of Palms. Oh. You would go, you would go to a restaurant. He'd talk nice to you. He'd talk about how beautiful your eyes were. He'd talk about, he'd talk about how beautiful you looked in the sunset. He he'd bang you over and over again in a messy bed. And it's Mr. Pringle. And then he'd make then he'd serve you like some uh some extra shrimp cocktail after you'd banged. And then he with, with, with some champagne. And then you'd say to yourself, This is the most romantic weekend of my life. You'd go back to normal thing, he wouldn't call you. <laughs> That's a weekend Boom. with Pringle. That's what you'd get. Now. That's a weekend with Pringle. That, that weekend would be fantastic and you would oh, yeah. remember it. Because but here's the thing, <clears throat> he wouldn't be he he's only he he lives in a magic world. Um you could see that we're going to talk about him with his kids. He doesn't live in the real world because with with the money he was raised with, he never had to.
0: I mean, he even y'all, you know, there's a reason why he goes by his last name where he's from. Because nobody knows who John is, everybody knows who Pringle is. Mm -hmm. So, and yeah, I don't think he's a go-getter at all either. That Madison, Dick, you can't stop. Oh, (laughs) and Dick is fine. So anyway, y'all. Um, Craig really. He said, "Look, it's hard to hear, but she just doesn't like you anymore. (laughs) She's just living her life, and you're trying to do something different. It's like." You're her fallback. Move on.
1: That was my favorite thing. And also, he's like, move on so we can take a shower together.
0: So we can shower (laughs) together and I can show you my hairless butthole. It smells like vanilla because I found this scrub because I was doing research watching HSN because I wanted to have a good show. And then it was just, there's this scrub called Scrub Me. It's really good. And I think I'm going to go and invest money in it. Craig's, Craig would wax his asshole. Oh, for sure.
1: I, I think so.
0: For sure. So, but this was a read and it was true. It yeah. really is Austin. I, she's just not that into you.
1: I will say, all of his friends are doing what needs to be done. That she does, and and actually, and we'll talk about this later. But all of his friends do want the best for him, and they and but Austin is so such a lovesick puppy. He can't see it, and of course, this he's going to act out when when you say I'm just in love and blah 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 and. This is the kind of thing, you guys, where none of this, none of this part of his story should be filmed because it's gross. And everyone's experienced this. Everyone's experienced this. I've just been broken up with. Everything is so, so tender right now. And I'm, I everything in me is just like ready to, for a fight. And it's, it's a shame that we have to see it. But.
0: Well, yes. And Austin, sadly, never is really, he doesn't have a history of learning from thinking. And in reflection, he learns from failing. But no, it's I don't know. I don't mean true. that to me, but he learns from I failing. Rep- he is somebody who has to go through it. His poor parents have probably told him so many times, honey, don't do this. You know who is a lot like my is that way is my dad is like that. I mean, he's quite successful now, but I'll just see like, dad, don't do this. You're walking too much. You're going to hurt your back. I'm fine. I'm fine. And then the next day he's like, why did I do that? That is Austin, who kind of thinks he is always in control and can like will it. Um, whereas Craig, you know, ironically, Craig has probably had to, um, he's a he's an it, not as much anymore since he's been on the show, but Craig's kind of an outsider of Charleston's always
1: no, totally, always. And,
0: and so he's had to think about, I'm not accepted fully, so I have to think <laughs> about what I can do to be successful. And I don't think Austin has never done. He's he's never done that.
1: He hasn't. And guess what? Austin, you're an outsider. You're from North Carolina. That, that might as well be Yankee in Charleston. I hate to tell you it's not Yankee where I grew up. Um, because you can kind of, you can kind of have a Southern accent. You're like, Oh yeah, I'm from North Carolina. And we'll, we'll be like, yeah, you're judging us the whole fucking time. Um, but uh, someone says North Carolina, S- South Carolina's greedy top. <laughs> wow, <laughs> we're talking about state mottos. Wow, that's true, y'all. North Carolina people are always going to stick it to South Carolina. Where people. would you I live said-
0: now, where if you had to live in like South Carolina or North Carolina?
1: Um. I will you will not get me to betray my homeland in this you would not um, you would live in south carolina or are you not going to say i did not say that <laughs> you will not get me no there are there are beautiful places there are beautiful places in both of these states I don't know if you guys know how, in, how intense of a, an enmity between these two places there are. Um, uh, you know, North Carolina has Charlotte. North Carolina has Asheville. North Carolina has Raleigh. Um, North Carolina is basically a purple state these days because of so much um, uh, industry and people who come in from other places. Um, I love the low country of Charleston. It's, the problem is it's hot as shit there. In the summer, the humidity is awful. I love where I grew up, um, but there are things like racism and um, homophobia that I don't really love. You know, you feel like an outsider. Uh, I love Charlotte, I do. It's a it's a great city. That being said, I don't know. I uh, I would I would <laughs> if, I, if I moved to North Carolina, I would feel like I would be, be betraying my homeland. It's just that simple. No, no one would ever speak to me again from, from where I'm from. That's just it. Well, anyway, okay. shall we move on? Actually, we should take a commercial. We should. And we talked that long. Yes. Oh, look God. at it. All right. We'll be right back. Thank you for questioning me
0: immediately. No, it just was so quick. I was having a good conversation with you.
1: Fine. So you guys, there was a little bit of Shep and Taylor in this episode, um, and uh, Shep is talking to her through Zoom and saying, you know, you're COVID free now, and and she's and she's like, yes, and I'm upset with you that you kind of you were you seemingly insensitive, and he's like, yeah, and I've just been off the phone with my therapist, and uh, and she even said she agrees with you. Well, um, that wasn't that wasn't in the that was not in the Zoom call.
0: You jumped to the conversation. You are right. Oh, you are right. I'm sorry. So, no, I am no, Zoom... sorry.
1: I was going to follow it. I was just going
0: to keep. Oh, it no, I was just clarifying. And the Zoom call basically was them just kind of like basically saying like I am mad at you. We should get together and talk. Right. And then when they talked, that's
1: where Shep goes into things that his therapist said. Right. You are right. Um. And so basically, Shep is Shep is talking about his feelings, which he's never done before. This is the biggest this is the most the, the biggest sea change we've ever seen in Shep, by the it, way. It is because first of all, when
0: Shep talks about in the confessional of this episode, he looks so much better with longer curly hair. Yeah. He looks and really good.
1: I, I wanna hear your opinion. Someone who really last season and the season before really despised Shep or really was down on them. Mm-hmm. Tell me how you feel about him this season. I hate him. Really? No, no, I don't
0: hate him. Um <laughs> No, I think he's, uh, I think he is uh, trying. And so I still don't love Shep. And the reason why I don't love Shep, and we see this, because I want to apologize a little bit to Taylor, not that she fucking listens. But we, I think we, you might have agreed, but I remember I was kind of like, I can't believe Taylor wants Shep to come over and get sick with her. Like, that's bullshit. And that is bullshit if she said that. Yeah. However, what I realized, I because we really haven't seen a lot of Shep this season, really. Um, no. Especially like in the group settings. Why I do dislike Shep is Shep has an entitlement almost on par with Catherine, if not more. And and let me, hold on, let me finish the thought. And Shep, and we see it here, Shep has no empathy he really doesn't know how to use empathy because I think he's never had to use it because he's a white rich person in Charleston and a man. And so he doesn't have to think about other people's feelings. And so that's what I thought was so great. Actually about what he was saying is that his therapist is getting him to say, look, it's the way you are saying things that are mm-hmm. unkind, that are mean, that are dismissive, that make them feel like they don't matter to you. And I went, oh, that's why Taylor got so upset, because I bet she's right. Shep just went, oh, you've got COVID? Okay, well then, bye. I'll talk to you later. In normal a, way, Which is not what you do to someone like Shep's got an empathy problem, like big time. And so I do it. I think it's a long road for him because you just can't learn empathy overnight. However, when you do love someone and you hurt them, even if you don't understand it, you want to figure out what happened, how you can change things. So um Yeah. I I, res- I respect him for um for really trying.
1: I I understand what you're saying. I it's it's so interesting. I just see Shep in every one of my male relatives. No, I'm saying yeah. I, I think I see Shep sometimes in a
0: way clearer than you do because he is filtered through your experience so deeply. Oh, I totally agree with that. And I, I think for me it's like, oh, I see it for what it is, but I, I get it. It would be like if I was watching the Beverly Hillbillies, I definitely would think of my grandma Maybell. <laughs> be
1: hard not to. But and but the thing about the thing about Shep, and you have to admit this, he's very intelligent and very perceptive, but only when it suits him. Oh, yeah and I've never not it's, I've all, him him and Whitney he and Whitney are the smartest guys on the show by far.
0: The problem is that sometimes and this can happen sometimes people with a very high intelligence could have little empathy for
1: people. I totally agree with that and because you're right he's never had to never he's had never had never to have empathy to. And I and I will say and I I think straight men have to be parented in a way that 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 suggests empathy. And because if you're not, if you you are not,
0: if you don't make an effort, in which, yeah, if you don't make that effort, they're not going to learn. Totally, I agree with that. Or that, well, it'll take them longer to learn. You know, that's what I love. That, um, kind of, and it's, it's. I'm talking about politics, but I don't mean in political. But what's just developed in our political system, and uh, whatever you think about the uh, the current president. Regardless of whatever, he is not very empathetic and he is a bully, whatever side of politics you're on. And that has created a culture for a lot of people raising their kids, this whole idea of being kind and uh, thinking about other people. And I think that that is happening more in what people teach all their children. And I think that's actually I think we're going to see 10 years down the road. I think we're going to see kinder. We already
1: are, but I think we're going to see that in kids. I think – and I think some people uh, push back at that and saying, I don't need my leader to be kind and empathetic. I need my leader to be blah. And I'm like, why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you want your your leader – to understand where the other person was coming from. That's a superpower.
0: Well, that's actually intelligence, but that's a whole other thing. Yeah. Emotional intelligence. To, emotional intelligence, emotional yeah. intelligence. And that, cause the, that's just a fact. I, we're not talking about the right. We're talking about just in any yeah. negotiators, moderators, well, the people that are successful are the ones that can put
1: themselves in everybody's shoes. No, I was just saying, I've heard, I've heard things like that.
0: Yes. No. Um, and so, so. And, and for Shep, he's never, he's just, why would he, put himself in somebody else's shoes
1: and and he can come up with a smart funny thing to say and so he never has to disarm himself but no i applaud him
0: i applaud him for honestly being a white southern man going to therapy who does that that's a big deal and i I, also the fact that he has a woman therapist is probably having a i mean that just kudos to shep i think shep kind of i think Shep had to go and be that asshole and because even you were like wow he's being a fucking dick oh
1: last season and the one before was terrible But he
0: kind of had to do that to maybe have a um some reflection i think he just wasn't happy and he yeah was, he was
1: taking Drinking out of everyone yeah he was happy not yeah. yeah 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 um so you guys so that's Shep, and they're very small small so section. they
0: kind of make up and things are better although i think i heard they're not together now or do we know
1: I heard that he cheated, but I don't know if it's true or not. Hope it's not. I know. I I, I kind of want happiness for him because he reminds me of all of my smart cousins who I had such a good time with. I think Shep has a great heart. Yeah. I think Shep wants to
0: do well in the world. I think he wants to be a good person in the world. I think he yeah. wants to put good he, into the world. It's
1: just sometimes his raisin makes him show his ass. Yeah, He reminds me so much of my cousin Billy, who is... Very liberal and uh, uh, very smart, but still very South Carolina. Um, but is a great guy. Is he hot? No. I don't. I hope Billy doesn't listen because I would. He, he's handsome. Does know. he look like you? No. Okay, then I could probably do it.
0: <laughs> that was awful. No, you're a very attractive person, but
1: if somebody looks like you, it freaks me out. Because you're in love with me?
0: No. <laughs> no.
1: It's okay if you need time to get over it, that you're in love with yeah, me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay with it. I've yeah. known it for years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I've like held you here because the uh-huh. idea of being with you is repulsive to me. So yeah. it'll, I, I just want to say again, it's never going to happen.
0: I've just stood back farther because your breath, breath
1: always smells like death
0: and vodka. <laughs> That's why. That's why.
1: And your lazy eye makes me feel like I don't know where what I'm staring at. So remember when
0: I fed you in the hospital,
1: (laughs) (laughs) and you brushed my arm hair. I did, and and I soothed you. And you knew that I would be very upset.
0: I just loved on you. I knew you needed that loving. It was energy. I gave you Reiki. Anyway, y'all aggressive. Let's where where are we? Okay, we can talk. um, There's not. You I was guys, talk about Catherine a little bit, yeah. But I just want to say it, it. I literally think it's one sentence. Y'all, Pringles a dad. He co-parents with his wife. It's it's ex-wife. It's really cool. They have two kids that are crazy. There
1: you go. They're nuts. But I, that's it. I will say that I I I think Heidi, uh, that's his ex-wife, is basically trying to get in to make some rules. And since he's basically a child himself, he can't make rules. Yeah, he, he wants can. his kids the 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 idea of his kids his kids liking him and thinking he's a cool dad is much more important than having rules, yeah, so um, i will I will add one thing to this that if you have young children, iPads are a godsend. <laughs> you already know this. when I'm driving in the car with my two nephews and niece, if two of them don't have iPads, I'm going to drive into a telephone pole.
0: <laughs> See, I love the wonder of looking out the window and thinking about stuff. And just that was my uh, favorite thing is they look back on, on road trips, just sitting out the window thinking.
1: Yeah. Asking you're, questions. You're not my niece and nephews um, because they scream and they yell and they hurt my ears. And it's better for them to be on the iPad because there's silence. You were just like, "Ma, Mama, when does this have this?" And she's like sipping from a flask, saying, "I don't know, son. Please just be fucking quiet, Matthew."
0: Mama, why does corn grow so high, Mama?
1: <laughs> Mama, why is the sky so blue? blue, 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 like Grandpa's eyes? I know, I know, my mother wishes she had an iPad th- Mama, that we had iPads. How come boobies aren't attracted to me? I don't know, Matthew. <laughs> You need to keep trying. <laughs> I don't know, baby dumpling. Don't know, baby dumpling.
0: Um. Anyway, that's all you need to know about them. So let's move yeah. on to Catherine. Does when Austin and Craig are having a conversation, Catherine pops over for a hot minute. Okay, what's this dress? They seem good. to like it.
1: It's you like, said it.
0: Her stylist this year is pissed off at her. It's like
1: Prairie Gwen like, fired her for racism, and now it's a problem. It's like prairie strawberry shortcake, if she was before. It's terrible. Did you also notice the bruises all over her legs? I did not. I could not look away. Oh, all over her knees, all over her legs is bruised. It was was super problematic for me. It was hard to watch. Wow. And the camera, the camera focused on it at one point.
0: Oh, I missed that.
1: Oh, yeah. Bruises all her over. Her hair looks better.
0: Um, basically, she's, she's a mess. She's basically coming in, and she's kind of like Catherine says. It was difficult when she talked to Leva to tell her side of the story with everything. And she, she's go ahead.
1: She in her confessional. She's like, you know, I don't know what this like monkey thing. She's like, apparently, that's like. Apparently, like people think that's bad to say about black people. Apparently that's a problem. And she acted like she'd never thought about it or heard it. And what utter bullshit. I'm done with her. Absolutely done. That's it.
0: I I'm think. Like, Patricia, cut, cut the cord. Here's the deal. I agree. I think she knew what she was saying. And. Even if she didn't, even if she lived in that much privilege and she didn't know what she was saying.
1: She could have admitted to it.
0: That's okay. If you live in that much privilege, okay, great. But then say, what I did was wrong. What I did was terrible. Boy, have I learned a lesson from this. What can I do to make this right? There's no ounce
1: of a willingness to um, accept responsibility. Instead of it's going correct. on an apology tour, putting on a blonde wig and dating a black guy whose last name is fucking Ravenel with two L's. It's she's so awful. Like she's only dating that guy now for this.
0: That's it. Oh, of course she is. She just approved.
1: Oh, I dated a black guy. I'm not racist. So, this is a PR relationship. Yeah. This is a PR person from Bravo said you're out of the show if you can't fix this. So, diversely couple, I guarantee you, or, or they say be, be seen with tons and tons of diverse friends. I guarantee you, Bravo has the biggest PR department of almost any network because they have so many messes. And I guarantee a child will be your <laughs> happy as you can be. <laughs> Woods. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah.
0: that's what i that, want to do a production of into the, End End of the woods. woods and every time they do that you just come out and go
1: what? <laughs> <laughs> i would like a a, a, a production of Into of the woods where we played every character oh i would enjoy that very much uh you we would need to tape a lot of it um and yeah. i would i would fight you to the death of the witch because that's me you're 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 more baker's wife which is fine this is inside baseball no one gives a shit about any of this it
0: still hurts you to say that i'm more baker's wife than you though i could see you say you want to play both
1: i kind of want to do play both. but i know i know that's selfish so i wouldn't do it <laughs> but we're none of the men we're, we're kind of got all the men you know, I, I could play the witch when she's pretty you know what? I consider that a a um I consider that a uh a, an acting challenge. So, actually, no, you couldn't because the witch when she's pretty is a much harder, much much deeper cut. You're more of surface, so you'd be great with the, you'd be great with that one witch. There's no way you could sing Last Midnight and have the pathos you would need. I have it in me. This is really gay. You know when I go, this is really gay, and because I I kind of come to self some self realization, I was like, just pause, and we
0: both just kind of lifted out of ourselves (laughs) and went, "Wow!"
1: I'm like, "Where are we? What are we talking about? We're talking about Kath. I mean, that's basically it." How do people listen to us?
0: (laughs) I don't know. Thank you, though. Thank you, y'all. We
1: really appreciate you guys just fast-forwarding through when we get, like, super musical theater or super weird. Um, It really is. I really do. We really do appreciate y'all. You know,
0: during the holidays, you're all busy, but people are listening. uh, And people more and more people are talking about Southern Charm. We appreciate that very much. So, again, we appreciate when
1: you share the show, y'all. We're. I actually looked on Chartable today, and for after shows, uh, we are um our Southern Charm show is really way up there. It's it's much farther up than than we normally been. Wow, so that's thank great. You that. Thank you yeah. all very much. It really share on your Twitter, share on your Instagram,
0: share on your Facebook. Yeah. Say hey, you guys. Oh my god, I love these queens. And there you go. And if you haven't seen. Our Austin and Madison conversation on our Instagram. <laughs> go to 90 Day Gaze, our Instagram. Oh. Um, Madison even put he, Madison even
1: thought it was hilarious. She did. She she did come off as well, mostly because I was doing her boyfriend with her tongue that thickened out of his mouth.
0: Austin, you can go fuck yourself on the horse she rode in on. <laughs> what do you mean? I think when I said that, she probably went, yes. So okay, everybody. So um that's kind of it with Catherine. Just Catherine, just not seeing the airs of runway. She talked about Danny, and she was like, "You guys, I talked to Danny, and she freaked out. Like, literally, she was twitching. It was
1: scary." And she, she was, was like, and "She was twitching." We, most people have said that's one of two things: uh, the 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 eye, the eye kind of lowering. They they said maybe bad Botox, but some people were saying the twitching was due to Adderall um, because she's been very very thin this season. That's Maybe. one of the theories. Yeah. Well,
0: regardless, she was switching just because I think she was so angry. And Catherine says, I can't believe this, Catherine, because everybody. But she's basically saying in my she's like, I reached out to everyone and nobody got back to me. And I went, I don't think Doubtful. that's true. Doubtful. I don't think that's true. Doubtful. So, um, I,
1: so let's talk about Madison. Um, she's visiting Miss Pat.
0: Boy, doesn't it make you feel? You're like, damn. The next quarantine, I need to live in a mansion that used to be a library. That's the way to do a quarantine.
1: <laughs> so, my, but she's coming over there, and she's like, "Oh, your hair looks great." She's like, "Yeah, Michael couldn't do a blowout because <laughs> Michael's been dying her hair."
0: No, I don't know if Mike. No, I think they showed it was confused. She said, "Your hair looks great." I think Madison Myth as a joke because then it showed pictures of Madison. Like, remember it showed Miss Pat laying on the counter. And Patricia right. was over her in the sink. But so I think our, our, our Patricia laid on camera. Michael oh, did, oh, dye did her die that hair earlier. He did yeah. a good job, but it did show Madison like doing her hair. You know, you got to love Miss Pat. There's actually somebody came for Pat on Twitter. Like one of our Twi- Twitter followers said, Oh my God, I love Miss Pat, da da da. And someone came for her. Why would you do that? Why would you love a drunk? You, and you know, know what I responded? I said, it, And I, don't I mean this, y'all. If you don't love Pat, you don't you love don't, us. Then you don't love us. That, that because she,
1: we love her. We love Pat. And she's a drag queen, y'all. She is. Yes, she, she is. can be. Yes, she's she can be kind of nasty and dismissive. But honestly, so can Jake. <laughs> exactly. <laughs>
0: Fuck off. No, but you know what? Miss Pat is kind. She's not nice. She is exactly she tells me the truth. So. Man. Um. Anyway, so they're just chit chatting, and basically Madison goes in to um. They're having you- a drink, and Miss Pat says, "Well, you know what? You know what? I'm going to save that for my quote and quotable. We're going to have a, some
1: quote and quotables this episode. What do you think about Madison's headband? Was it uh? It was a little much for the day to meet Miss Pat. I feel like that was a little, it was a little much. I didn't love it. Yeah, I think." I think women, especially when they meet Miss Pat, they think they may need to make extreme fashion choices because she's such an arbiter of that. Yep, I get the that. more you do with Miss Pat, you guys, the less it actually makes an a, a, a it makes an impact.
0: Who did the well with Miss who did the best with Miss Pat as far as like dressing and being around her? What's actually Cameron and Chelsea were pretty flawless about yeah. it. Yeah. And Leva
1: looked great. She Leva, did look great. Fantastic. I love the poofy sleeves. Um Leva calls by the way calls Miss Pat and of course Miss Pat invites her over and and I wrote down Pat's face is not moving at all. That'll <laughs> you know, be me. You got full on statuesque. You're 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 nodding and your eyebrows don't even move at that's all. That's gonna be me. <laughs> I want my face to be expressive. That's fine. You can do that. Uh, and I know you. You now you can only right now you can register at least six emotions. Yeah, mm-hmm. and um, and I can register all of them, and I might look a little more wrinkled, but I'm okay with that. Okay, do whatever <laughs> is comfortable for you. What? It's fine. I'll fill in the extra emotions when you that you can't register. Okay. Because <laughs> your forehead
0: still won't move. I'm fine with it again, you're <laughs> saying you're just actually making me feel better
1: because this actually is just compliment to me after compliment i I'm, I'm not I'm not meaning it in a negative in a in a in a in an insult or compliment way at all. I'm just sitting the facts, okay. Um, so uh, Ma- Madison's
0: talking to her about Austin. And basically she's saying, I ended it for it for good. And Pat's like, really, this time, what makes it different? And then <laughs> oh I didn't do pause. And then um No, I
1: would not say a word. I thought I was waiting oh. for you.
0: And then Madison basically says she said uh I I just don't see him wanting to be adult. Uh I don't want to I don't want to be waiting for him to be an adult. Um and Pat's kind of like I mean duh, I told you. Like you know what I mean? She's yeah. just kind of but she's taking it in. Because um,
1: she can only receive thoughts because there's no movement.
0: <laughs> that's true. That's true. That's true. Uh-oh. And then,
1: I'm talking, y'all, there's it, it's like a still ocean out there. There's no is. movement on that face. It's, it, it's glorious.
0: <laughs> so then Levis shows
1: up, and so y'all, they're having potato chips with creme fraîche. Uh, because sour cream is day classe, and they're and, and they're having potato chips with caviar and michael's like you know bellinis are just done <laughs> apparently that's I the new thing love this um potato chips with caviar sounds delicious um Very i wonder salty. i wonder give a if i wonder if anna kendrick eats her potato chips with fucking creme fraiche and caviar
0: true. i don't know did you watch that commercial yes and it made me i was living it didn't I, end the way it should have
1: a rough you are my favorite things. Lays. <laughs> I went, well, that's not right. That's an imperfect cadence. That's not even a half cadence. I mean, they uh, even
0: have when the dog bites, they have the word bites. You could use that in biting a chip.
1: And also is, it was one of those like 18 second commercials. I felt like, yeah. Uh, and She's being thrown around by some guy. She doesn't sound That's part great. I was into. Yeah, she doesn't sound great. She's dipping a chip from it. it While well, she's getting dipped, the commercials all over the place. She's like doing Tostitos. She's also talking about Lay's. The it, it's trying to be too much to everyone. I give it a one out of ten. Okay, and that you know more of a three for the hot okay. guy. Okay, yeah, he was hot. She looks good, and she looks good. She doesn't sound good. Um, I I had said I was a fan. I'm becoming less of an Anna Kendrick fan from her ads. I I like her on Twitter, though. I still like her.
0: Um, Where were we? Exactly. So they're eating potato chips, and um, Patricia's like, now everyone's eating caviar on potato chips. And we're like, yeah, Patricia, we all knew that, too. I'm going to get some beluga. Like, is there a bulletin or like a newsletter that Patricia gets that's just called Rich Monthly? (laughs) This is what you do now. No one's doing
1: (laughs) this anymore.
0: Colleen, hi. I was calling to tell you about your article about people buying Lincoln Continental. No one's buying a Continental anymore. anymore.
1: It's Um, all
0: about a Beamer this season.
1: So, Leva and Pat, they bring up Catherine and uh, and Kath and they're talking about and Leva's talking about how she's tried to help Catherine and how about how Catherine's using that baby voice, like, I don't know, I don't know what's doing wrong. And Pat's like, We all protected her. Uh, but now now she's on her own. No, no, you
0: missed it. She said, We all protected her and walked on eggshells because of her and pull up Britney quotes, sobriety. She oh, made fun of her sobriety.
1: Did, that was did. the deepest I, cut. That was the deepest cut. And but I think that's warranted because she, like, about three seasons ago, she was talking about her sobriety from weed, and that was which a y'all. Deal.
0: No one goes to rehab for weed. No one.
1: Um, and, I, and I and I we don't say this lightly, you guys. Um, that's not a thing.
0: No, that's it's just not, not a thing. thing. On a thing, and now she also talks about because y'all we forget Cam's not on the show anymore. Pat loves Cam. Don't come for Cam.
1: And, and Pat is like an elephant, and she does not forget. And she, she li- does not. And, and Catherine spread the lies about uh Ka- Cameron's husband uh, having an affair.
0: And Pat was like, "That's it for me.
1: That and this and emoji business." Watch- wash her hands thing and she's like put her in siberia as far as i'm concerned i've had my feel but the guys will always coddle her and it's true they will as we saw them doing um because Catherine's a man's woman she's not as good with girls yeah. if she is she's the outrageous one she's a man's yeah. woman it's true You know,
0: so let's move on to right. Well, the low country boil, but right before it, I just love this little scene where there's animals and Whitney, who actually looks good in this mustache. I like Whitney, it's like a Magnum PI look.
1: I like it for him. Yeah,
0: they're sitting in the garden, and Whitney, there are all these animals, and he's like, and then he says something that made Poodle scream (laughs) and his head twirled around. And my friend Emily, who I don't know if she listens to this podcast, the same thing, but Whitney says, Mother. It's like Grey Gardens in here. Like
1: Grey Gardens is. What do you mean? It's like Grey Gardens. You have animals defecating everywhere. Blah blah blah. She's like, you know what? Well, I kind of house trained you, so it's fine. You guys, if you haven't seen Grey, okay, if you haven't
0: seen Grey Gardens, stop what you're doing now. Pull over on the side of the road. Well, find it on somewhere and watch this
1: hour and a half documentary hello it's 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 edie here it's very difficult to keep the line between the past and the present albert anyway mother,
0: mother darling it's good and then also the movie with drew barrymore and jessica lang's good as well they did a good it's job
1: good. it's not as good as the documentary no yeah. no because
0: that was real life
1: yeah that was real life
0: Anyway, y'all, we're not gonna we're not gonna educate you on great gardens. That's your work.
1: That's not my job. That is your work. <laughs> do the work. As a flagrant homosexual, that is not my job. Do no. the work. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So
0: anyway, Patricia was gonna have this fancy French dinner and that's when she decided, let's just do She's like, Michael and I are both 200 years old. So let's have nobody in the house and let's have a low country broil and uh, boil. And that's yeah. kind of how we go.
1: And they're going to do crabs, which is not usually, especially part of a South Carolina, low country boil. <clears throat> I've, I've, I've heard it done before. That's very specifically Charleston. Sometimes It is. But low country. This is the big thing. Low country is not just Charleston. Low country boil is often, especially Beaufort County, which some people call Beaufort, which is ridiculous. But uh, all, all over the coast, there's low country boil. Uh, but sometimes go. Charleston will put nice crabs and things like that. But it's mostly shrimp. Shrimp is what we have. Crab cake. <laughs> Crab cake. Okay. By
0: the way, my dad, we have this, uh, the, I have like this motion sensor. Mo- motion sensor. Uh, motion- motion change uh trash can so that way basically i bought it so that way when i have my dad's like shitty diapers or i'm wiping his butt i don't have to open the trash can it'll just open and so well hey y'all if you're a caretaker or whatever get it so i'm doing that and so i put in the trash can i take the top off and i refill the trash bag and (laughs) my dad is walking by his walker and he walks by that trash can and it goes Wee! and raises up. And I hear my dad go, oh, that scared me. And I went, it scared me. <laughs> oh, it scared me. It scared me. And he was like, what? And I was like, nothing. Oh, that scared me.
1: Y'all, that's a reference to our smothered podcast. And if anyone says that phrase, I still have to do it just like Brittany. Oh, that scared me. We
0: still need to we, we recap season one when we have time. Which is
1: what gonna win in like a twenty thirty five?
0: Maybe. Maybe we'll have some time in January. Maybe in January or February. That'd no, be fine.
1: We're not going to, yeah, I let's guarantee. Do it. Um I'll let you plan that out. Okay. Let's move on to the part. Because next we'll, we'll have time when your forehead moves again. Well, we
0: might not have time because you're looking closer to death every day.
1: Oh. <laughs> I'm still gonna be the younger sister.
0: Well, I'm gonna look
1: younger. Uh, oh, uh, I will, because I'll pay for it. <laughs> I'm not trying
0: to act like I've got some talent. So uh, where uh we're I'm just we? going to go in. We're, even when we're like 10 years from now, we're still doing podcast. I'm going to go into my doctor. I'm going to say, listen, Dr. Doc- Dr. Totu, listen, <laughs> see the picture of this queen. I need to look younger than her.
1: Yeah. Just to get to go back at me. So. Uh, they're all there everyone's arriving at the the low country boil and they're like hey michael how's it going and michael's like god is good <laughs> i was like okay i i just love when people in the south say things like that um and he and the, but it, he and craig's like hey michael how are you and he's like i see you got dressed up for us mr craig <laughs> michael's always there with the shade he is
0: Cause Craig's just like, "Ah, I don't want to see her. So, so they're the guys are all coming over. Pringle comes over Austin and Craig come over the chefs over there. Austin brought his beer. Um,
1: they're, They're like, we're the boys of summer. Is that a thing? I think I've heard that before. And it is a very famous surf movie. The boys of summer.
0: I've never seen it, but it's probably like porn.
1: Uh, has Are they a, young boys? No, no. It's like they're they're like teenagers, but it has them oh. surfing a lot it's less porn than, eight, than than them them surfing. No, I'm it, teenagers. it basically turned in a whole, it turned on a whole country into surfing. That was the thing, Boys of Summer. Oh, <laughs> you know what? I feel like half the podcast is me educating you about things that happened.
0: yeah I'm busy. <laughs>
1: I don't watch the no, board. It's not, it's not that it's not that you're busy. I it's did
0: just, watch a Laird Hamilton that, documentary about surfing that I it's loved. Just,
1: it's just things that you missed. Mm. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I don't miss that. It's fun. Laird Hamilton is hot, by the way. Well, he was in that. He was in Boys of Summer. Oh, I'd like that. He is
0: hot. <laughs> um Okay. So they're having this party and they're and again, y'all, Austin brought his beer. And I love that when Pat comes out to get beer. She goes up to the bartender, and she's like... (laughs) Who
1: already tried to bone.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's true. John Pringle's like, hey, hey, what's your name? She's like... What a flirt. Olivia.
1: I would have never done anything like
0: this. I know. Um, But I love that Miss Pat... They're serving Red Stripe and then uh, Austin's beer. And she's like, we have Red Stripe or Austin's beer. And she's like, I'll take the Red Stripe. I'll put put it... (laughs) Put it in a glass so he won't know. And the woman's like, "Good idea." (laughs) I actually bet his beer is good. I probably would like his beer.
1: I'm sure it is. She's just trying to. She doesn't like change. So, so basically, Austin starts saying things like, "Well, Pringle, uh, how was your play date with? uh, How was the play date with Madathon? And he's like, "Well, you know, oh, bro, you know, oh, she told you, you know about that, do you?" And and he's like, I just want you to know that, Madison, if our friendship is to continue, a friendship that's made up completely for this season, if our friendship is to continue, Madison is off limits, romantically speaking. <laughs> well, man, and John Pringle's like, oh, man, you know, I'm the first
0: guy to admit, bro. When you mess up, you mess up. Come on. Come in. I'm going to give you I'm going to hug it out. Don't worry. Ah. And then we cut to the confession on Pringle says, what is he going to do? Yeah. What is he going to no. do? I don't give up. He's like, I'm a 41-year-old, 43-year-old man talking about a
1: bromance. Come on. Pringle is the worst friend to have. With He's women. not a great friend. No. He's just in it for himself. I'm telling you, he would give you the best sex weekend of your life. But come Monday, he would not call you.
0: Come next Monday, I'm going to give up on
1: you. I, giving it up, I'm giving it I up. Giving on it Monday, will be all right. On Sunday, I'll be holding you tight. I was going Jimmy, to do Jimmy Buffett. What did you do? That was, y'all, come at me if you love
0: KT Auslin, the country singer. You don't remember that song, Come Next Monday? It was a popular song. Wow, I just referenced Jimmy Buffett, and you referenced KT. Uh, Going on a diet, just like a sugar honey. Come next Monday, I'm going to give up on you. What?
1: What year was that?
0: Like, (laughs) hey Siri, what year did that song Come Next Monday by KT Austin come out? Come Next Monday by KT Austin came out on November 27th, 1990. Wow. <laughs> I was really into country music and it was a bride of, she was a bride of Frankenstein and their love interest was Frankenstein. And they did the commercial, the video that way. It was a cute. She Please also
1: stop talking.
0: No, she <laughs> always, you, I still want to sing this for Cabaret You still need to hear eighties ladies. If you haven't heard K- KT Austin's eighties. We I were haven't. young. Uh, oh my God. It's like this song about us being ladies and we lived through the fifties and the sixties and now we're eighties ladies. I'm
1: telling you, if you heard this song, you would call me and say, We're getting shoulder pads and doing this number. I do think we were born to be, uh, we were talking to uh, Jackie, our moderator today, and that we were born to do characters of 80s women in a mid, <laughs> mid- that's what I'm saying marketing machine. I'm like, You can have financial freedom.
0: I'm sending you this video, you're watching it. <laughs>
1: Um, I think I said something about I went home from work, and then Ronald, my husband, I'm like, Ronald, bring me some Pinot. I'm tired from work. What am I gonna do with this? What Her am I gonna do? <laughs> <sighs> well, so anyway, all, all, all the characters I want to play are women in their forties and fifties. No, I agree. Staying. I don't want to play anyone younger than forty. I'm more fifties and sixties, but yes. Yeah. Um,
0: so. <clears throat> Anyway, Pringle's like, sure, we're gonna, let's do this. Uh, Craig's face, while they were talking about this, is okay, like, I just don't think, I don't see you
1: guys together.
0: He totally just goes in and it's like. Oh my God. And he says, he's in front of in Austin, and Pringle, Austin. He says, she's fine with being a friend, but Austin is not capable because he's still in love with her. But Austin, see me. See, I'm the guy standing right here in front of you. Telling you that you're a guy and I'm a guy and we both have dicks and I have a smooth butthole,
1: <laughs> we should do something about this. It's kind of just like a pussy. So it if you want to does... put it to me, it's okay.
0: And I'm kind of a high squealer in bed. <laughs> 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 Anyway, um, Craig is not. So anyway, he was like, "What the fuck?" And then
1: I want to talk about when Austin talks to Miss Pat. This is my favorite. Yeah, because Pringle episode. is
0: finally like, "This is bitches not." Let's go swim, and they have a gratuitous Pringle shirt.
1: Looks so good. His
0: body is so. You did, didn't agree with me before, and I'm like, no, his body is so yeah,
1: tight. I don't know how it. I don't know how it happened. I don't know
0: how you missed that, that. hairy
1: chest. I am totally into it. Fuck me, Daddy Pringle. Oh, my God.
0: It was descriptive.
1: <laughs> you know what? I'm sex positive. You need to be okay with talking about my body.
0: My, Craig is like, I'm going to talk to Madison tomorrow. And Austin's like, Craig, leave me alone. He <laughs> actually believe <laughs> he's writing it. And that's when Craig, Austin goes and sits down to talk to Pat. And I was like,
1: welcome to my parlor," said the spider to the fly. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's so, true. Uh, I kind of want this. Can we do a can we quickly do a a Southern Charm theater here? Sure. I uh I don't know if do you have all the things Miss Pat said? Yeah, I can do it. Okay. okay I wrote, I wrote them all down uh, cuz I kind of want to be awesome as is my custom. Um so do, 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 do. All right. Hey, hey, Miss Pat. Can I talk to you? Can I talk to you a second? Hello,
0: Austin. Yeah, sit on down, have a seat. Hi, and uh, how are you doing? Thanks for coming to my party.
1: I mean, uh, I, I'm healed. I, 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 how you like my beer? How you like the Twa Pop? How you like oh, the Pop? Oh, it you
0: is. It is so delicious. I just I can't hold a can because it makes my hand cold. So I'm I'm drinking it out of this glass, which it I think like, I helps like it.
1: It's drop.
0: Uh, no, it's your it's your beer. I think it helps the beer aerate a little bit more. That's the way Michael likes to serve it. So so wait a minute. I, Why is your I tongue so fat? It's hard. I'm trying to I have
1: to I've, I've tell had to, myself to look directly at your eyes. I've had to go on a diet, but if, I want to ask you why? Why? Why did you not think Madison and I should be together? I mean, am I wrong? I've
0: said it. So you think we're not a match? No, I. I think you're not a match. I mean, look. You're you're in two different places. She. She's an ambitious woman. She wants to have children. You are not ready to have kids. You think you're going to have well, kids
1: right now? I don't know how to hear this right now. Um Do you I, think? But do you think you're you going to be able to? You told her not to follow her heart.
0: You told her not to follow her heart. No, I. I'm just a practical person, Austin. I make. Pra- I don't think love trumps all. We have to take these things into consideration.
1: But like we we we're, we're born to be together. We we it was gonna be together.
0: Um, have you ever taken a test and passed it, like geometry, algebra? My literature? daddy, my daddy paid for me to get through school. Okay. Well, timing is everything, and your time has ended with me, Michael. Bring me my medicine.
1: I'm gonna go jump in the pool and drink some more Tri-Pop. And sing. sing, y'all. She read him ferociously.
0: You feel she was. You think I was I making a lot of that up, y'all? The, 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 think, I, I, was, I said so much of what she said, word for word. She was and honestly.
1: She's right. Timing is everything.
0: You know what? I actually just said that. I was
1: timing I was having a bad relationship,
0: different. and I said, I literally said yesterday, I said timing is everything when it comes to relationships. Everything.
1: There is someone who I met in my in my 20s and it was not right for us to be together. Timing was. Yeah. Would you be together now? No, but if timing was different for one of us, we would have been together. That's the thing.
0: And this Uh, is the thing that Austin says. This boils on... It's This is something different. It's not even about Madison. It's about Austin and his own feelings of inadequacy. It really is about... Because Austin says, I know I'm good enough for Mad- Madison. Patricia has never been... I don't think Patricia's has ever been in love. She's just always been about the money.
1: That's not true. She's just practical, and she's weighing all the concerns. And for her, and I really do believe this, and this sounds very cynical, but it's not. You guys... If you're still looking for someone out there, find someone you can tolerate, who fits in to your your version of what you think a relationship should be, and find someone who gets you. Find someone who makes you laugh. You don't have to be head over heels in love with them, because that's for movies, and that's for your early 20s. And oftentimes, that doesn't work.
0: Um, the suicide helpline is one eight hundred
1: but no, I'm serious. Find someone who you can tolerate each other because that's that's a connection. I really believe that. People
0: are crushed right now
1: <laughs> y'all, and I said before this is this has gone way back. The notebook isn't real. That doesn't happen. Oh God, he's on it now. It doesn't happen. Well, find find someone you can make a concession; they can make a concession. You're just I'm, being a realist, like Craig, because Craig I am goes being a realist. That's me. I am a I, in the weird weirdly. I am a, I am the biggest optimist in the world, and also the biggest realist when it comes to myself.
0: Well, Craig has a conversation. Kind of this ends with him going to talk to Madison.
1: Oh, this was intense.
0: And he really kind of they're going to meet, and they sit on the beach, and. He just kind of lays it out to her. And he was like, they're kind of talking about Austin. And she's like, well, you know, he's just, it's hard to, hard to let go. And Craig kind of lays it. And he's like, every time you get him, every, every time you text time him, you, you contact him, it him. it holds him down. And she's like, well, yeah, but, and he was like, you need to, you need to, um, he, he's like, you need to let him go. And she's like, well, that's harder than it thinks. And then Craig says, and this is so true, y'all. We've said on our show before, like when you want to break up with somebody, it's like, "Are you done yet?" And we've said that, like, "Are you done yeah. yet?" And you know when you're done. Craig, She's not done. Well, no, I think she is. I think Craig flipped that in another way of getting that he's like, "Are you?" In, he's like, "Are you in love with him?" Can and Madison her, says,
1: "I liked, I liked that."
0: Well, Madison said that's a hard one. You guys, that's – and it, Craig said that is not a hard one. You well, should know – if someone says, do you love
1: someone, you should know immediately or not. Here's here's the thing. She wants him as a backup at the end of the night. And that's so what Craig said. Yeah. And, and he's – she – Craig is completely right. Madden – Madison. Madden. Madison. Sorry. There's like – There is a really loud car playing its radio outside my house.
0: We hear it. (laughs) Um, But no, the line that he said, you
1: say it again, because I was talking about when he said to her about the altar thing, that really. uh, He said, do you, what, who do you see beside you at the altar? Is it him? Is it him? him?" Because if it it is, is, and she said,
0: no, no, it's not. not. And that's a good thing, y'all. If you're in a relationship, really be like, is this a person I want to walk down the aisle with? And then she said, no, it's not. And Craig said, then the nicest thing you can do to, for him is to cut him off and walk away.
1: And you know what? I agree with Craig. No, I'm a big
0: believer, actually, when um, I think you can be friends with people when you break up with them. But I'm a
1: big believer of cutting ties for a little bit and have some That's breathing space. She he needs to cut it right now. And then maybe four to five months later. Yeah. We can be friends. Yep, exactly. You can't you can't talk. Um the best breakup, the best breakups I've had have been where we have not spoken for like three months, and then they've texted me one night asking me to come over, and I've said no, but maybe I can meet you for drinks for dinner. <sighs> <laughs> but I don't fuck with them. I don't fuck them.
0: <sighs> Y'all that's the show. What are you playing? That's the show, everybody. We're gonna what leave. Is? You, we're gonna leave you with a little bit of KT Austin. We're gonna play it out, everybody. So thank you for joining the show. You can find us. Y'all can find us on uh 90daygates.com, show sweet tea. Thank you all so much for leaving five stars reviews. We have gotten a lot of reviews. Poodle, have you noticed that? We have, we have. Why are you looking on your phone? Are you on your grinder? No, I just saw someone texted me. But why don't you be present in the show? (laughs) Bye, you bitch. All right, everybody. We'll see you next. No, we will not see you next week. Two weeks, two weeks, and we're gonna see you then. So y'all,
1: borrowed our watching chat, you whores.
0: Yes. We love you. We appreciate you. Thanks for jumping in. And you guys.
1: Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Happy Hanukkah. Happy New Year.
0: Y'all come back now. I've never heard this song. You hear? This is a good song.